Shabbos daf kuf mem gimel. We're starting thirteen lines in the bottom kuf mem base on base. Moishal kar minayer that if there's money on a pillow, you're allowed to shake it off. So Amar Beishia shachak aniki bechatsa. If you left an aniki and you forgot it in the chatsa, and therefore there's no problem with moving it more than four hours, you're allowed to carry it. But it's muksa maniach leal kikoy tinik. You're allowed to place a loaf of bread or a child in it. Or metalchlan, you could be metalchlan agav that. Why? Because now the aniki becomes a bussel l'dov amuto, and therefore it's bottled to the kikoy tinik, and therefore you could carry the aniki with the kikoy. Whatever you want in the chutz in order to protect the anarchy and not lose it. Rabbi Yitzchak, Rabbi Yitzchak says shachal avena. If you forgot a brick, which is a davar, that's a muksa mach masgufai bechutz, and it's again in the chutz. When you chalak kikar itinik, umetalkel the same din. Rabbi Yitzchak, Sheila, Rabbi Asi, Pamachas. It was a time shachal diski or malei mice. I forgot a money belt which was full of money besatya in the rishus ram. Or Baruch Shalos Rabbi Yechon. I asked Rabbi Yechon, what should I do with it? And this was in rishus ram. But Amalan, and he told us hanichola kikar itinik betotlua that you could place a kikar, a loaf of bread. Or a child, and then you could carry it out of that. Now, if we're talking that this was in Rishis Rabbim, how can you carry it? As you're right, there's no muksa, but there's a problem of carrying Rishis Rabbim. So Rashi says either you're carrying it within four amas and you can put it in a place where it's more protected, or you could carry pachas, pachas, midal amas, which is only a drabbun, we will allow you to do that. Or, Rashi says that there was a case where you could take a mechitza of people and make an Erev, and that would actually be matter you to move it even more than four amas in Rishis Rabbim. like all these members that we just said, but only when you forgot it there before Shabbos. However, if you let it there intentionally before Shabbos, we're not going to allow you to take this Eitzah or Basel Dov HaMutah. Rav Ashi Amar, Rav Ashi however says, even if you forgot it there, we're not going to be mad to you to use a Basel Dov HaMutah because these things are us and we're not allowing you to move it. It's considered Muksa. The only time we gave you the Eitzah of using a loaf of bread or a Tinuk, El makes Bavad because of Kavad HaMais, we allowed you to do that, but otherwise not. Abay, however, he took a spoon and placed it on a bunch of grain and Rav took a sack and a knife and placed it on the raw meat of a dove and metalkla and they moved it in that fashion so Rabbi Yasef even if we say not like Rav Ashi we possibly you allowed to move it if with Shachach that Kama Kharifa Shmaitzadaki how sharp do, you, do these young Rabbonim which means Rav and Abaya who are Talmidim of Rav Yasef he said these young Talmidim of mine think that they're being very sharp and doing something properly but Amadam Rabbonim the only time Rabbonim said it B'Sheikh but here it was a normal place that they left it, and therefore, how can you move it in such a place? Even if you're doing it, Agav a bustle of Hamuta, we definitely didn't say it's Muta over there. Amar Abaya, in response to Yesus' problem with what he did, he said this is not really the same problem because I'm not doing the heta of bustle of Hamuta. The reason is because he loved Adu Chashem. If not for the fact that I'm an Adu Chashem, Kappa Akipi Lomli, I wouldn't even need to use the spoon to carry the grain because Hachazlam is Galal because the grain itself is not Muksa because I actually could recline on the grain and therefore it wasn't Muksa at all. I'm just doing this because other people shouldn't see it and might think that you're allowed to move muks on Shabbos. But I really had no problem. And I'm rather the same thing. I know you love the other chosh right now. Sakina bayoyna lamely. I wouldn't even need the saka to move the bayoyna because the chosh is umtzo because I can use it as raw meat. I'm allowed to eat raw meat on Shabbos. That is not considered muksa, and therefore there wouldn't be a problem. I'm again only doing this so people shouldn't learn the wrong halacha from my action. Now Rav said the reason why it would be muta and it wouldn't be muksa is because I could eat it as capaccio. People eat raw meat, but time of the chosh lumtzo. The only reason is because it's going to be useful and I could use that as raw meat and I could eat it but if it wouldn't be then we would say that it's considered muksa, even though it's still or behemoth could eat raw meat it seems that Rav is holding like the Shita Rabbi who's always more machmin by muksa and holds that this type of your side would be
would be muksa. But but we know Rav holds a grab shimon, but he gave muksa that as long as something's mutter to an animal and it's useful to an animal, that's not considered muksa because he sold to the shamas on Yantiv, totally by Avza, go and roast for me a goose, the Shadamela Shunra, and go throw its intestines to a cat. Now he let them move the intestines. Now during Yantiv, generally, like Rashi points out, the intestines were not eaten by people because they had better meat and better food. Therefore, the Khari that should be muksa because it's not right for a person, it's only right for the cat, it's only right for Behemoth, and still he said like Rab Shimon that that's not considered muksa. So over here, why did he say that it had to be that it was Roy for me as raw meat? We turn to Gimel and Aleph and we respond that Rav really holds like a Yudah and there is a problem with muksa and it's more common than Rav Shimon. But Hosab, Kibin Demisrach, Daitel by the case of the cat with the goose meat and the intestines, he said over there it's mutter to move because since he knew Erev Yontiv that he may go and shech this goose and therefore the intestines mightn't have to be used because if you leave it till after Yontiv it will spoil. Therefore his das was always on it to go for the cat and that was why it was not considered muksa. However, in our case, the only way Rabbah said it's muta, it's not considered muksa, was only because it was roi lo it was roi to be eaten raw for a person. But it wouldn't be roi for a person since before Shabbos, he really wanted this to be used for a person. But the fact that it's still edible for a behemoth, that would still be muksa lefishitas Rabbi Yehuda. The Gemara brings Raya, how can I miss that Rabbah Rabbi Yehuda's relay? The Darish Rabbah, because Rabbah said a drasha, a woman can't go into a woodshed, lead them and to take a poker which you moved around the wood in order to keep the fire going. And even a wood that broke, you can't use it to use for firewood on Yontif. Because you can use Kalim on Yontif for fire. However, you can't use broken Kalim for fire on Yontif. Why is that? Because since earlier in the day or before Yontif, this was something that would have been used in a different manner. Now that you change matter for another usage, that is considered muksa. You see, rubber holds like the sheep Rabbi Yehuda and not like Rabbi Shimon. Shmami, no, it's a good raya and we continue with the Mishnah. Beishami holds your ladder removed from the top of a table, bones or shells, even though that Lafir Rabbi Yehuda would be muksa. Beishami holds like Rabbi Shimon that they're not muksa. Even with your hands, Atzam is caution that they're not ready for a dog or clip and shell guys of nuts. Less than Beishami muksa. Beishami doesn't hold a muksa. Now, even Lafir Rabbi Shimon it doesn't hold generally like muksa because he's more maker than Rabbi Yehuda but here it's considered muksa machmas kufai because there's no usage not for a human not for an animal so the Achrenim explained that since it's moist therefore Rabbi Shimon was mad you to move these at Atzamas and Klippin on Shabbos you can't touch the actual Atzamas and Klippin you actually have to take the board of the table and shake off the Atzamas and Klippin but you can't, can't touch them be a daim and Lafizah Beis Hill holds like Rabbi Yehuda that has the Chamer Dekashita of muksa. the Gemara will explain that we actually have to switch around Beis Shabbat and Beis Hill over here and it can't be that Beis Hill is more Machim Beis Shabbat and Muksa. The Mishnah continues with the din that the Gemara will explain is going with fear of Shimon that doesn't hold in Muksa and says Mavir me ala shulchan perun pachas mechazayis v'sar shal ifanim v'sar adoshim pleishu ma'achem behemo you let it remove from the table pieces small pieces of bread that are less than kazayis and of course if it's more than kazayis and pea pods or lentil pods which the peas or lentils were already removed from and eaten by the human and now the rest is only ma'achem behemo you let it move them and it's not considered Muksa svug if you have a sponge if it has a leather Handle on it, but then you can use it to clean the table. But if you can hold it in your hand and clean the table, you're not allowed to do that because you'll come to the schrito and that is it's the deraisa. But it doesn't make a difference if it has a handle. If it doesn't have a handle, as long as the sponge is dry, you can remove and move that sponge on Shabbos and there's no problem with muktzah. Why? Because it's klisha malachtal isa and it's muktzah l'tzarech kufay and l'tzarech mekaymay. However, this sponge is never mekabal nothing to do with Shabbos. There's no kabbalas tamon. 
this type of material because a sponge is not a cleates, it's not a baggage, it's not a sack, and it's not metal, and therefore it doesn't go into the tire of Tomah at all. Zakimar, Amram Nachman, we must switch around the Shita of Beisham and Beisham and the Mishnah because Anu Ein Lanu El Beisham and we hold the Beisham and Elzok and there is an Isla Muksa, and therefore you can't move the bones in the shells, you only have to move it with the board of the table, and Beisham will hold the Krab Shimon that's actually mutter to move the bones in the shell because he doesn't like a Muksa like Rab Shimon. And Taiz points out that we notice also from Rai from Masechtis Idias. Since Masechtis Idias, we bring down all the coolest of Beishamai and the Chumas of Beishila, and this one is not listed, therefore it's Muchach, that we have to switch around the Shita of Beishamai and Beishila in the Mishnah. Gemara continues, My view of Mephnei Shulchan, Perurin, you're allowed to remove from the Shulchan small pieces of bread. Mesayla Rabbi Yechon, this is a right Rabbi Yechon, Rabbi Yechon, Perurin, Sheim Bekazai, is Aslab Dimriyad, that because there's a problem of Bezo Eichlin, you're not allowed to take anything with even bread that's less than a Kazayas and be Ma'ab be a dime, and that's why it says on Mishnah, Ma'virin, you're allowed to take a Biyadayim, but Veloy Zaraklu, and you give it Lefnei the Behemoth for Michael Behemoth. The Gemara continues, Sayer Shal Ephanim, we said in the Mishnah that you're allowed to remove the pea pods or the lentil pods after you already ate the peas from it, you're allowed to now move it, and it's not considered Muksa. The Gemara says, Money, who is this? Rab Shimon, he's the last lay Muksa. It must be going to Rab Shimon that doesn't hold the Shita Muksa, because according to Rabbi Yehuda, since yesterday it wasn't Roy for Behemoth because it was only Roy for an Adam, because the person was going to eat the peas from them, then now you're changing his usage, therefore it would be Noilad and therefore it would be Muksa. However, Shimon doesn't hold in such a concept of Muksa. But Ema Sefer, let's see the Sefer. Svug, if there's a sponge, be extra base, he's a Mekankaboy, Vimlav, Emekankaboy, Lechara, Summer Abuda, that's going to fear of Shitra Abuda. The Amma, Dovashim is coming. Also, when you're holding the sponge, your intent is not to take the water out, your intent is to clean the table. And therefore, Lechara, if it's Dovashim is coming, Lefira of Shimon should be Mutta. Lefira Abuda, it's a Dovashim is coming, that's why it's also. So Lechara, the Sefer seems by like Rabbi Huda. The answer is Bahar, Philip, Shimon, Maida. Even Rabbi Shimon, they hold Dovashim is coming, generally Mutta. Over here, it's a case of secretion. When you hold the sponge with your hand, of course the water is going to seep out, and therefore you're going to be oiban schito, and therefore even Rav Shimon would be moido that you're not allowed to do that on Shabbos. The Gemara continues, Hanukkah and the Tami, these date pits, Amaisa, if them from this place called Amaisa, Rashi says there will be a dates, and Machilam Atmaram Atzum the actual dates were fed to Bahamas, therefore the entire thing is um, animal food. Therefore, the Gemara says, Shol Tatulun, you're allowed to move it on Shabbos, not considered Muksa, Hoyo Vichazian Agavimon, from before Shabbos and on Shabbos, they were always roi for behema, and therefore there's no problem with muksa, there's no problem with neila, even if you're a behuda. But a precisa from Persia, also those dates were much better dates, and the flesh of the dates were only eaten by people and not by a behema, and the pits that were inside the flesh of the tamar were therefore only roi for behema after Shabbos started, and therefore they were considered muksa because they're neila, if you're a Now the Gemara explains that Shmuel, metatlu agavifta, Shmuel would carry these pits by using a piece of bread, and therefore he wouldn't actually touch the pits, but he would put them on a piece of bread, and then he would take them to the garbage to throw them away because he didn't want to touch muksa. Now, but we know that Shmuel holds like a shimon that Noel is not muksa on Shabbos, and therefore why did he do that? He must have done this only because he wanted to be machmer like Rabbi Yudah because he was a Talmud Chacham. The Gemara continues, Shmuel Tamei, Dama Shmuel, Esadim Kol that Shmuel used a piece of bread even though Lechera, bread is made to eat, and Lechera, anything else should be a bezer eichel, but Shmuel holds that you're allowed to use anything that you need that you're allowed to use for pas, and therefore here also he used it as long as it was something that was a necessity for a human being, that was something that he felt is not a bizu eichel. Mashenkin, he wouldn't take the pas, for example, and throw it or throw it into the garbage or do something which was a bizu of the pas, that of course he would not do. 
However, here he was doing something with Tsarchai, and that would be Mutter. Rab, when he carried these pits, he would put them into a pail of water, and then he would carry them, and then he would throw them out. Rav Huna Bader when he was eating dates and he had pits, he would put them up and made up a pile of them in front of him, and then when it became mice in front of them, he could sit them like it was like a toilet, that just like over there, even though it's muksa, you're allowed to move it because it was mice, here also became mice, and therefore you're allowed to move it. So I'm like, Ashla Amema, Rav Ashley said this to Amema, the Amema did similar to Rav Huna Bader and he made it a pile, and he made like a grass array, and then he removed it. He asked him, are you allowed to make a grass array if it's there, then of course you're allowed to move it. But you now go and say, I'm going to make a pile in order to make something disgusting, and then have a hetta of moving it. That wouldn't be allowed. Rav instead of taking them and putting them into a pail of water, or to grass array, or like Shmuel did on a piece of bread, he would take them and spit them out with his tongue to the other side of the table, and he wouldn't touch the pits, be a dayim. Rapapa, when he was sitting on a bed and eating, he would take the pits and throw it behind the bed. They said about Rabbi and he would turn his face to the back of the chair or the bed that he was sitting on, and he would throw them in back of it, and that's way he wouldn't touch them. Again, same idea. And we'll start with the new parak and the new Mishnah. Chavish and Ishbar, if the barrel of wine that broke and now the wine is pouring out, you can have a loss. Matzilin and a Muslim shall you're allowed to take a kli or multiple kleum and save from it the amount that you need for three sudas. Now, not more, because if you do for more, then you might go and grab more kleum from another rishus and you'll be over on Hitzah. However, if you had one kli that held more than three sudas, Rashi points out that of course you can save as much as you want as long as it's one kli. You can even tell other people, come and gather for yourself and save for yourself the amount of but you can't go and use a sponge in order to take out the wine because like Rashi says maybe come to be which is once we spoke about Srita, we say you're not allowed to go and press fruits in order to get the juice out and get fruit juice out in order to take out the mashka because if you do that that would be a problem of mefarik which is told of Disha and the Mishnah continues and says that since we have an Issa of Srita Medraisa therefore even if the liquid would would come out of the fruit by itself, it would still be also to use that liquid. Rashi says, maybe come to do and actually go and squeeze the juice by itself. Rabbi Huda, however, says, no. If this food or this fruit was something where you had in mind before Shabbos that I'm going to use it as a meichel, as a food, then anything that comes out of it is mutter, you're not going to be worried and maybe you'll be seichet and take out the liquid and therefore there's no xera. But if you originally set it aside, I'm going to use this fruit, for example, let's say orange juice, I'm going to make orange juice from it, then anything that comes out of it even if it came out of Mela, we'd be geyser, otu, shami yischot, lechatchila. Chalas dvash, yiriska, merishavs, v'yotzme, atzman, asurim, rabbelezer, matah. If you had a honeycomb that you already crushed up from Ereshavis and now the dvash was already flowing out of the honeycomb and it's coming out by itself, then the Chacham say it's also Rabbelezer says it's mutter. Rashi says the reason why it's mutter for Rabbelezer is because once you crush it, the dvash comes out by itself. From the wax. Rabbelezer says there's no gzera that you come to Srita because there's no such concept of doing Srita after it already was crushed. But Chacham 
Maybe you'll come actually to crush, and that's the xera of the chachamim. The Gemara says, Tana, we learned in the Brisa, la yispeg biyayin. You can't sponge up yayin that's coming out of a chavis that broke. Bishemen, and you can't moisten your hands with the shemen and then scrape them off into a kli on Shabbish. You can't do this because it's the derech that you do generally in the weekday, and therefore there's an issa of uvda dechal. Taisa points out, even if the sponge has a handle on it, there's no problem with Also, it's still also because the Gemara continues, we learned to the bison, if pears got spread out in a chatzah, go and gather them one at a time with your hands, and you can eat it. But you can't put it into a basket or into a large box. Again, because of the dechal and because of Teich Yisera. And Seichlis Aperis, the Mishnah said, you can't do Sechita on Paris. Rabbi Yudah is actually no matter what, by Zesed Vanovim, my timer, like Rash says, even if you put them away and you said, I'm going to eat these Zesed Vanovim, still the Yitzman is also even if you're Rabbi Yudah. Why? The Kivan, the Ruben, the Sechita, since most of olives and wine and grapes are placed for Sechita, therefore, once the Mashka comes out, you have Daitel and have a Nikhle and therefore a person really wants this as either olive oil or as wine, and that would be also on Shabbos. However, Ve'ula Amarav, Ve'ula says the name of Rav, Ve'chol Kari Rabbiuda Apizesimanovim, even though Rabbiuda Meshul says that they're Maida, but he says that Rabbiuda was a Chalik even by Zesimanovim, and it would be a difference if your intent was for Eichel or if it was for Mashka. Rabbiach Rama, Halach Rabbiuda, Bishah Peres, Halach is like Rabbiuda in other Peres, Ve'elach Rabbiuda Bizesimanovim, Halach is not like Rabbiuda by Zesimanovim. So it's Mashka Rabbiach, he agrees to Rav that this Machlik is by both, and he's just passing like Rabbiuda by other Peres, but Halach is not like Rabbiuda by Zesimanovim. Just like we said before from Shmuel, that Rabbi Yehuda is Maidu Chacham by Zezvanovim, but now we add a clause and we say, Most Paris, since they usually use only for food product and not used to squeeze out for the liquid, therefore he would agree that we're not Geyser Atu Schita, and therefore the liquid that falls into a basket on Shabbos and you didn't do it with any Kavana but it came in Melo, that would be Muta, and we wouldn't be Geyser Atu Schita, even if now, the Fizeh comes out, the Rabbi Huda is Maidu the Chacham by the case of Zesim Anon, that's always considered a drink, and the Chacham of Maidu Rabbi Huda and all other pairs that's always considered a food product and not a drink. So, the Chaira, Amle Rabbi Yemi, Rabbi Abba, Rabbi Yemi, Es Rabbi Abba, will be my pliggy. According to this, what is the Machlik between Rabbi Huda and Chacham? And we know the Chalik because in the Mishnah, we said, Ain Sechthan Sapers, Leitzim and Mashkim, Yatim and Atma Asu, and that was the Chacham. And Rabbi Huda says, Imla Echna Yetzim and Mutabim and Mashkim and Yetzim and Asa. Amle Lechisishkach, go out and find a case that they Actually, that you had a case that there was a machlekes, there's going to be one specific case by berries and by pomegranates, where sometimes it is used as a drink. Other pairs, they were generally in those days, nothing else was used as a drink product. However, these things are sometimes used as a drink, and there, there's going to be a machlekes between Rabbi Huda and the time we learned in the Braiso. If you had olives that the Oil oozed out from them, or you had grapes that wine oozed out from them, and was only memela vechlisan and brought them in. Originally, it doesn't make a difference if you had kavana for oichel product or for a liquid product. Hayetz ben also, like we said, Rabbi Huda's moedu dechachamim by zesim vanovim. And now we say tutim shemashem If you have strawberries or berries that water or liquid came out of them, remindim or pomegranate shemashem yayin that the yayin of the remindim, which is the liquid of the remindim, Rashi says that we call it yayin because it's sharp just like wine vechlisan. 
Eichlin La Eichlin, if you brought it in for Eichlin Hayatim and Mutter, but Lamashk, if you brought it in originally with the Kavana to use it as a liquid, as a drink, then all the Stam, or if it was for Stam, Hayatim and Asad, everything that comes out of it would be Asad, however, the Chum argue in this case, Bain La Eichlin, Bain Lamashk, Hayatim and Asad, no matter what, it's going to be Asad in this case. Mashma from here, that if it wouldn't be the reminder, it wouldn't be Tutim, there the Chum would be Mighty Rabbi that no matter what, it would be Mutter, it doesn't make a difference between Eichlin or Mashkin, we will consider the food product since the standard is to use these items as a food product and not as a drink. So it's a good riot that this is the only time that it's a machlaikim between Rabbi Yudah and Rechamim is only between the case of Tutim and Remainim. And we'll stop over here.